0: Hey everybody thanks for joining me for another episode of Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk today. Just one topic I'm gonna discuss, and that's the Hawkeyes huge win in Carver Hawkeye Arena on Thursday night over the Michigan Wolverines ninety three to eighty four Michigan drops to nine and seven overall, three and two in the conference. The Hawkeyes advance to eleven and six overall and three and three in the conference and Man, you go back, what, seven, ten days ago probably at least, but the Hawkeyes were 0-3 in the conference and had just come off also a really rough loss to eastern Illinois. And the Hawks were reeling, and things did not look good at all. Now the Hawkeyes have won three in a row conference games, almost four in a row. The Hawkeyes had a, a big comeback bid at Penn State, but they could not that one out and uh, then down 21 points to Indiana came back and got the win uh, and this one against Michigan again just it was one of those games where the Hawkeyes would would claw to get back to tied took the lead a couple of times by one or two points but Michigan always had an answer and kept making buckets and the Hawkeyes would get down seven points get down eight points ten points and then just kind of claw back in it, and the Hawkeyes were able to get the game to overtime and then dominating performance in overtime. Well, I mean, right out of the gates, it was Jet Howard making three-pointers, making two-pointers. He was five of five uh, from three at some point. He's not a great three-point shooter either, uh, but he, he was hitting them on Thursday night at Carver Hawkeye Arena. He liked those those hoops, I guess, but... He was 7 of 9 from 3 at some point, and luckily I don't think he hit any late after that. I'll check out the stats here in a minute. But he is, of course, Jet Howard, uh, Jawan Howard's son. A lot of people think he's going to be a one-and-done, really talented kid. And it sounds like the NBA teams are kind of salivating over him. They think he's going to be a, a really good player. Well, the Hawkeyes were down 43-40 to 40 at half. That's given up a lot of points, 43 points for the Hawkeyes. Um, but the Hawkeyes outscored Michigan 39-36 in the second half. And then the Hawkeyes with 14 points in overtime, to just five for Michigan to make it a 93-84 to final. And there was just a – I mean, there's so much fun stuff to talk about. A lot of people are calling this the Peyton Sanford game, and, and I'll give him that. I, I think – He's had a couple games in a row that, uh, that could be the Peyton Sanford game uh, against Rutgers. Things just weren't falling for the other Hawkeyes in that second half, especially late, and Sanford just was feeling it. They kept getting him the ball. He was knocking down twos, knocking down threes. He has his confidence back, and, and he's quite a player. The Hawkeyes, 45% from the field. Michigan, 49%. And Michigan was 45% from three pointers, 14 of 31. So you tell me, a team shot 49% overall. They shot 45% from three. They made 14 three pointers and they lost a game. That's almost unheard of. The Hawkeyes again, 45% from the field, pretty good. 40% from three, very good. 12 three pointers to the 14. By Michigan, you know, you you expect to win a game if you hit 12 three-pointers as well. But a big difference was free throws in this game. The Hawkeyes, 17 of 22 from the line. Michigan, just 4 of 6. The Hawkeyes were the aggressor when it came to to going to the basket down low. And the Hawkeyes got to the line and knocked them down at a 77% clip. So that was really good to see. The Hawkeyes also out-rebounded Michigan. 40-37, Forty to thirty-seven, not an easy task. When you look at some of the big guys that Michigan has, of course Hunter Dickinson as well. I mean the seven-footer, so that's really impressive. The Hawkeyes had fourteen offensive rebounds, just ten for Michigan, and both teams were sharing the basketball. Both with eighteen assists, yeah, both had four block or four steals. Six blocks for the Hawkeyes, five for Michigan. Again, kind of surprising that Iowa has more blocks uh, with with the the height and the size that Michigan had. But Chris Murray is really good at blocking. And and Philippa Bracha has gotten really good at blocking shots this year as well. But one of the huge stories in this one was turnovers. The Hawkeyes only turned the ball over six times the entire game while Michigan – had 13 turnovers, and the Hawkeyes were able to convert those turnovers in the second half to points, and that was a huge factor in coming back to get this win. I'm going to talk about some of the individual player performances now. For Michigan, of course, it was Jet Howard. He was 12 of 22 from the field. He was 7 of 13 from 3, but remember, he was 5 of 5 from 3 to start the game and 7 of 9 at one point, so he missed his last four he also only had one rebound and no assists in this game kind of kind of surprising not to see more production uh, as far as sharing the basketball going after rebounds from jet Hunter Dickinson the big 7 footer he had a nice game he was 5 of 6 shooting he hit a three pointer uh, 13 rebounds a couple of assists he had 12 points i like the the guards uh, for michigan McDaniel Bufkin those guys could get to the rim they could shoot from three. But Williams, the starting, starter at, at power forward, uh, he would rotate in with Reed Jr. And Reed is 6'10, 260 pounds, just a banger in there. But he only had two points, had seven rebounds. But when I saw Reed in there with Hunter Dickinson, I'm just thinking, I mean, that's a handful for Chris Murray and Philip Rabracha. But Murray was not phased at all, he was 10 of 22 shooting. Just four of 13 from three. He took a couple of ill-advised threes, you know, later on in the game. I think he was just trying to ice the game in overtime. Uh, Had a guy on him. Once I think he kind of had to because of the shot clock running down. But anyway, he had a masterful game. He was all over the court. He played 45 minutes, eight rebounds, three assists, a steal, three blocks, and 27 points for Chris Murray. You know, Keegan Murray... A heck of a college player, a heck of an NBA player. Chris Murray is every bit of that. He is an unbelievable basketball player in the college realm, and, and he's going to be a first-rounder, and he's going to be a heck of an NBA player in the future as well. Philip Rabracha, uh, 32 minutes. He had to sit a little bit with some foul trouble early on. Uh, he was just three of nine shooting in this game, but again, he was going up against Hunter Dickinson, a seven-footer, uh, a lot of time he was going up against a guy that's 6'10", 260, Reed Jr. But Phillip was also 7 of 10 from the free throw line. and He's not a great free throw shooter, so I was really happy with that. He had 12 rebounds, 3 assists. Just really like what philip has been, been bringing this year. His, his energy out there, his hustle, 13 points. Tony Perkins only played 16 minutes in this game, and he was 1 of 6 shootings, so... You know, he just struggled offensively more than anything. Um, And Fran found some other things that were working, most notably Peyton Sanford and Josh Dix. But I'll get to that in a minute. Aaron Uless also, he just played 12 minutes. He was two of five shooting. He had his only three, six points. And then Connor McCaffrey played a lot of minutes, 37 minutes, but he was only one of three in the game. Uh, Of course, he does everything else. He had three rebounds, three assists, a steal. He was bringing the ball up a lot against Michigan's press. So, you know, another good game for Connor McCaffrey, just a real good leader out there. But off the bench, it was two guys that really brought a ton of of positives for the Hawkeyes. Peyton Sanford played 33 minutes. He was 9 of 17 shooting overall. He was 4 of 9 from 3, hit all of his free throws. Seven rebounds, three assists, and a steal. And 26 points for Peyton Sanford. And just hitting clutch shots at the end of the game. He hit a three to keep the Hawkeyes in it. He hit a three, drew a foul, just legitimately drew a foul on a guy. Uh, I think it was, I believe it was Bufkin that fouled him. And, I mean, Peyton just stopped so suddenly, went straight up, knocked it down. Buffkin couldn't really stop, and and his momentum hit Sanford. He knocked walked up and got the four point play that forced overtime. Uh, just and and then the Hawkeyes went on to win after that. Just Peyton Sanford has turned into a really clutch player. You know, against Rutgers on the road, he was hitting threes late. He was hitting jumpers, and that's just been great to see. A lot of fun. Josh Dix, 31 minutes. Just three of five shooting. He was two of three from three, hit both of his free throws, and five assists. And he was bringing the ball up. So he had ten points, five assists, bringing the ball up, just playing solid, not making mistakes, and uh, really just impressed with what the, the true freshman was doing out there. And Fran was obviously impressed with him playing him 31 minutes and in you know at crunch time in this game also want to mention Riley Mulvey. He played 13 minutes in this game. I guess Big Jelly is still out injured, Joshua Gundele, And Mulvey was 2-of-2 shooting and pretty athletic plays there. A couple rebounds as well and a steal. Uh, Four points off the bench. He was pumped up when he was sitting on the bench. He came into the game and scored a couple of nice baskets. So that was a lot of fun to see. And then DeSante Bowen. Also played a little bit, six minutes in this game. So, the Hawkeyes are now 3-3. Three and three. Next up is Michigan. And the Hawkeyes have another home game. I'm sorry, next up is Maryland. The Hawkeyes play them on January 15th, 3.30 p.m. It's on the Big Ten Network. And Maryland is another winnable game. They're 11-5 on the season. Every game is going to be tough, but nice to have this little homestand here. Northwestern's coming to Iowa City on January 18th as well, 8 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. Northwestern 12-4 of on the year. So nothing's going to be easy, but hopefully the Hawkeyes can get a couple more home wins and continue to grow that NCAA resume. Well, what a fun game. If you were able to watch it, you know it was something else. It was just a crazy fun game up and down the court, up and down the court, team scoring. Who's going to score the most points? Ends up tied, and then the Hawkeyes were on fire uh, in overtime. Michigan couldn't make any baskets, and the Hawkeyes went it 93-84. to 84. Really want to see this team get in the tournament. So uh, hopefully they can keep this going and, and get some more wins and, and get that resume looking looking really good. So hope everybody has a great weekend and the Hawkeyes can get some more wins. Let's go Hawks!